0: You're listening to Teaching from Midtown Fellowship, a Jesus-centered family on mission in Columbia, South Carolina. If you're interested in finding out more about us, our family of churches, or how to partner with us, go to midtowncolumbia.com. All right, good morning. My name is Trey Mon and I'm one of the deacons here at Midtown Two-Notch. And today it's going to be slightly a little different today. We're going to spend some time singing and extending the worship. So we're going to have this service kind of pointing our hearts to Jesus and singing songs together. Yes. And we'll kind of explain more what that actually looks like. And so as we spend more time singing, I wanted to just refer to the scripture that I just read today. And the scripture basically says, let the word of Christ, again, dwell richly in you teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Here the Apostle Paul has a desire for the church. He has a desire for the church, the Colossian church, to have the word of God grow richly in them. And that's what he's teaching them. That's his desire. He wants their fellowship to be overflowing with the word of God. And so he provides some guidelines, and he provides some directions as far as what that might look like and how they can cultivate this within their church. But there's two things specifically that he's specifically referring to, and the first thing is teaching and admonishing. The first thing he wants us to do as we seek the word of God, richly is to teach and admonish each other. And they are to teach one another. They are to understand the word of God, teach the word of God, but also to confront warn, and rebuke each other. And usually in our services, we have the the preacher come up and preach a sermon, and that's how we do our teaching and admonishing. But you look here in the scriptures, there's more to it than just the preacher teaching. It's actually, that's not the only thing Paul says. He actually said that the church collectively do this as we seek to have the word of God draw richly in us. And if you're asking, how do we do that? He talked about that specifically through singing. And that's the second thing. He says, we sing with one another. And so he directs them to sing with thankfulness into their hearts. Like we did this morning. We sing with thankfulness in our hearts. And his desire is for the church to have the word again throw richly in them. And his direction is then for to teach and admonish each other while they're singing together in song. So it's not just in the word that we preach and we right. teach or our pastor preaching. It's us collectively singing together is how we also live out what Paul's telling us and directing us to do. Right. So that responsibility is not just on the preacher. Right. The responsibility is actually collectively amongst all of us. He's calling all of us to do that. And the way we do it is through our singing. And so I want us to just remember the fact that we don't sing simply because it's something we do in church. That's not why we do it. It's not because we just like to do it or it's a thing we're supposed to do on Sunday. It's actually a way that we corporately worship with one another, and we also contribute when we sing we sing with gratitude in our hearts to God, and that's why we do what we do. So we're going to take this day today. We're going to focus on our singing. We're going to sing together with one another. We're going to focus on that, and so this isn't just a break from our Warrior Series because Actually, what it means to be a warrior, that looks like also through our singing. We are warriors through our singing as well. And so corporately, we sing with a, with a grateful heart, and that's also spiritual war- warfare. And let's be honest, there's actually power in our singing together. There's power when we collectively come together because worship and singing unifies us. And that's also a form of spiritual warfare. And so it's important for the health of our church that we understand that, that we sing with gratitude in our hearts, collectively with one another. Not just a few of us, but all of us singing together with gratitude because he unifies us in doing that. And we're called to do that in scripture. Paul is telling the church in Colossians to, with gratitude, sing with all your heart. And so that's what he's calling us to do. And so in conclusion... I'm gonna just let you guys know this is not your typical Sunday. We're not gonna have a preacher up here preaching for 30 or 40 minutes. We're gonna spend time together as a family, singing corporately with one another. And so we're gonna sing songs. We're gonna center ourselves around the Word of God. As we again welcome our band to come up, I'm gonna pray. We we'll have our band come up, and we'll go back into singing more songs, worshiping the Father. Dear God, thank you again for this service, dear Lord. This service that you've given us, dear God, that to worship you, dear Father, and to collectively do that together, dear God. You've called us, dear Lord, to do that, dear Father. And so I pray that we do that with grateful hearts, dear God. We sing to you the ultimate Father, dear God, the one that is so good and so gracious to us, dear God. And so we sing to you with one another, with gratitude in our hearts, dear God, as we richly just sing to you and have the word of God dwell richly in us. And as we sing, dear Lord, I pray that we focus our hearts on you. In your name I pray. Amen. And we was read earlier, Psalms 96, 1 through 5. You're seeing that. We're instruct, God's people are instructed to glorify him through singing. And right. so you look again in verse 1 and 2, it says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Right. Well, I want us to focus on the last two parts of that, vo- of that verse. It's telling us that we sing about him. When we sing about him, we're actually telling people in our midst about his salvation. We are glorifying and making his salvation known. That's what we're doing when we're actually singing these songs to the Lord. We're communicating how God has saved us and how he can how He and how he wants to save us. And so again, you look in verse 3 as well. "...declares glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the people." The psalmist here is actually telling the people of God to share with all the nations, with all the people, his glory and his marvelous works. And it's also important to know that he's talking about all the nations, all the peoples. He's talking about everyone, everybody who does not already know God as well. So we're singing. We're also letting them know about his salvation, those who may not know him. When our singing, we're saying, God is good, God is great. And they're hearing that gospel message through our singing. But, again, when we're singing about God also, I don't want us to miss this part. We're talking about we're singing about His marvelous works. What we're also doing as well is this is a form of evangelism. So when we're singing, we're actually actively engaging in a form of evangelism when we sing together. Because people who not know him are now getting to know him through the songs that we sing, through our hearts of gratitude while we sing to him. They're getting this glimpse of the God that we serve, the God that we see, and the God that we sing to. So, yes, that is a form of evangelism. I don't want us to miss that. And that's why it's so important why we corporately sing together because people here, they're getting the message preached to them, but they're also hearing it through our singing in the songs that we sing. And so in verse 4 and 5 as well, it says, For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. But the Lord made the heavens. And so you look in verse 4 and 5, it's telling us that we sing because God is actually worthy. That's why we sing. We're singing to a God that is far above anything else that we can ever praise because God is that great. So we sing to this God who is worthy, and that's also, again, why we're singing. And it's not just singing to those also who may not know God, but also we're praising those... um, When we're thinking about praising God, we're also praising God because all those other idols and things that we sing to are worthless. And so we sing to this God that people can see and understand and know that we're singing to this God that is so great to be praised. Because at the end of the day, we're actually all worshiping something. Let's just be honest. Biblically speaking, everybody worships something. It could be an idol that we're worshiping, it could be even concerning what the culture loves the most. And if we consider our culture, a lot of that turns into even romantic love. That's something that we idolize, something that we worship. It's in the songs that we sing. Every song we almost hear in the radio, is something to do with this romantic love and how that is the end goal, how that brings us happiness, how that brings us joy. And so you can see even in the culture, the culture will sing, what they glorify or what they love the most. And for some of us, that's also this idea of romantic love. But it doesn't stop there as well. Uh, Yes, there's romantic love, but there's also the idea that people sing at all kinds of events. They sing at a graduation. They sing at a sporting event. They might even sing their alma mater if you're at USC. They sing all these different things because they're worshiping this thing that they love and that they want to give glory to, that they respect. But for us, that glory and that respect belongs to God. And that's why we sing what we sing, and that's why it's so important. When we corporately sing together, we are expressing our heart and our gratitude for God the Father, and we are also showing people why we sing, why we love Him, because He's good. And so, each and every Sunday, or each and every day, when you're singing, you're actually evangelism to those who might not know God. But because they see our hearts of gratitude, because they see our hearts singing to the Lord, they get a glimpse of the gospel they get a glimpse of the God that we sing to because they see it in your hearts and when we sing together. And so what we're gonna do next, we're gonna continue to sing and also exude that idea of evangelism, exude the idea of why we sing. We're gonna continue singing our hearts to the Lord because that's why we sing because God is good and he's beyond anything else that we could ever worship. So we worship the Father and we do that again through our singing. And so I'm going to pray one more time, and then we're going to invite our band to come back up and sing. Dear Lord, I thank you, dear God, for this, this service, dear Lord. This opportunity to sing to you, dear Father. I pray, dear God, that we continue to just... Focus our hearts on you, dear God, I understand that we point our hearts to you, dear God, because you alone are worthy, dear God. You are the God that is worthy of all things, dear Father. And so we praise you, dear God. We point our hearts to you, dear Father, that when we're singing together, dear God, we're making you known, dear God. We're making you known, dear God. We're making your name great, dear God, when we sing, dear God, because again, you even called us to do that, dear God. You called us to glorify you, dear Father. And so I pray, dear God, we continue to sing, dear God, that we understand that this is also part of your mission, dear God, a mission to those that may not. I know him, dear God. We sing for that, dear God. We sing because you are good, dear God. But ultimately, dear God, those who may not know you, dear God, we pray that they see that in our hearts, dear God, as we sing to you, dear God, as we point our hearts back to you, dear Father. I pray, dear God, as we sing again, dear God, singing praises to you. You know name we pray, amen.